Welcome to Let's Chit Chat Sis. I'm your girl Kimmy and it's season four. In today's episode, we have author Tracy Calhoun of Miracles, Signs, and Wonders. She's going to talk about healing depression from the inside out. So check out this fantastic episode. Have a good one. Hey ladies, how is everything going? Everything's fabulous. Going well. Y'all sound like everybody. Trying to manifest. I'm trying to manifest. You like everything going right? Is everything making it, right? Yes, right. We're the excitement at. Oh, wonderful. Doing wonderful. What? Doing wonderful. My grandma used to say, We in the land of the living? Yes. Yes. Wonderful. We above ground. Wonderful. So we are on. Here tonight, season four. Can y'all believe it? Season four. Wow. Yeah. It's been a labor of love. Yeah. Labor of love. So, you know, Tamika, you was on here last season when we was wrapping it up. Um, the lesson, Keisha, y'all. Mm-hmm. But we have a guest on tonight. And um, I'm so proud that she's on here. She's uh my sister girl from my grade school. I'm not my grade school, what in the world? My high school. High school. Um, Hallahan. And she's also a North Philly girl, just like me. You know, we ride a twin. So North that's right. <laughs> Wherever we go in the world, everybody knows on North Philly. Yes. You know, you could be the classiest person, but something <laughs> is gonna come out your mouth. You're gonna say John, you're gonna say <laughs> you know what I mean. You gonna you're gonna say yeah. something. And so everybody's going to know you from North Philly. But I'm so That's glad to have you on here tonight, Tracy. And, you know, we haven't, we have um, had plenty of guests, like in our, all our seasons. Um, and this season, we're going to kind of mix it up a little bit. We're going to have more authors because Celeste is an author, too. And we're just okay. going to change the narrative. You're actually going to be our first author that we um, kind of just talk to you about your fabulous I'm book. Honored. So, um, again, before I get to the point where I get too far down the road, I just want to have you just give us a little brief description of you. You know what I mean? You. Because, see, I know that you are entrepreneur extraordinaire. You know what I mean? Who has had her business for over 32 plus years. Okay, so I'm not going to steal your thunder. It's <laughs> time for you to tell us about, about you. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. Like you said, no matter how professional with our Catholic school education, college education, someone will still know by something that we say that we are from North Philly, North North Philadelphia. And I just had a young lady the other day. um, We were just having a general conversation about somebody was from Baltimore. Somebody was from South Philly. And she said, the lady over there with the glasses, she sounds like she's straight from North Philly. <laughs> and I looked and I'm like, who is she talking about? She you. Said, you. <laughs> you, know, you. You talk like you straight from North Philly. So North I take Philly. that as an honor to I be take from North Philly. Too. There. I so, do. Um, come out of the trenches of North Philly and, that's and right. still North be in my right mind. Well, born so, That's it. That's it. <laughs> yep. So who is He's Tracy Lynn Calhoun? Tracy Lynn Calhoun is, uh, let's see, a woman of God. Amen. She is a hairstylist by day. 
That's right. First job, then a travel agent by night, and then an author in between all of that. Um, So my love for journaling and writing and reading developed, of course, when I was younger, and it just didn't just happen. It's been a part of, you know, who I am and who I've developed and become to be. Um, So as Kim mentioned, (laughs) entrepreneur for over 30 plus years, 32 years, I believe, all again, through the grace of God, That's right. through the grace of God, it wasn't even my plan. I was on my way to Howard University to study radio, television, and film. And somehow I ended up in beauty school. I I thought I was going to major in that, minor in accounting. Um, Had no idea that um, I would become a hairstylist. You know, and I'm glad you said that, though, Tracy, because Mm -hmm. no one would have known that. You know what I mean? I just, I assumed that that was something that you, you know, that um, that was just your passion and that, um, well. And I just desired to be a hairstylist. No. (laughs) No, I couldn't even do my own hair. (laughs) This little mixed race little girl with this curly hair, half straight, not knowing what to do with it, trying to use my mom's straightener comb to press my edges, to lay them (laughs) down, burnt my whole, all my whole hairline out when I was younger, trying to, you know, fit in and mm-hmm. didn't know that that was my passion. I would spend hours in the bathroom uh, trying to style my hair just to get two braids, just to get a ponytail. Um, and it's funny. But it was in me. It was in me. That's funny how, that you say that because I always said when I was younger, um, my mom is is also um, mixed too, Tracy. And um, mm-hmm. she couldn't do hair well. I'll just say that much. And I used to go to a hairstylist when I was a little thing with my sister, um, both of my sisters, my, my oldest sister, she was always so kind hearted. My middle sister was like, you know, when you got close siblings, we always fought. And we used to have to ride out there on the L to this, um, this older gentleman. That's all I'm going to say. And all I knew is when I walked in the door, it would be smoke, you know, and I used to cry <laughs> on the L and be like, I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. He used to be eating mm-hmm. pumpkin pie with, as he straightened your hair, he used to have all this stuff on his hand. And I always <laughs> said, I'm going to figure out how the heck to do my own hair because I let me tell right. you, he, he was like, okay, this, uh, I'm going to jump off of this. Y'all remember the Vigoro when you had to put, oh my God, it did absolutely the nothing. The smell of it. Right. I mean, uh-huh. I was under the dryer, had a comb head like this. The hairstyle is damaged yeah, That's it made it, me right? traumatized. <laughs> and I said, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to groove into that. But, um, you know, we're here tonight because we're going to tap into your author side. But before I get started, I want to ask you guys a question because this is always something, and I, I'm an avid reader too. This is always something that I always ask sisters, like if I'm in a, um, a group and we're just having girl time, who is your favorite Black female author? Because there's a lot of them. I have a few. You want me to start? Yeah, I want you to start. Okay. I have a few. Um, one is, um, oh, God, why is her name escaping me? Oh, Jewel Diamond Wiggins. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jewel Diamond Wiggins. Um, Nikki Giovanni. Nikki Giovanni, yes. <laughs> um, oh, my God. The list can go on, but I started... Um, and when I was younger, Kim, I went to the library, you know, the library was right near Hallahan. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. right across the street from Hallahan. But even prior to that, my sister was a librarian. Okay. And um, so I grew up in the library. So it was authors that I don't even know their names, but I would just pick up the book, not necessarily start at the beginning or the end or even reading, you know, about the, I would just open the book and just start reading it. So it's a lot of it's a lot. inspiration that I got from authors that I don't even remember their names, but those two names just came to me. So the reason why I say that is because now we got a new famous author. Tracy Lane Calhoun. So we want to add that to our list. And <laughs> reading is um, reading is always for me and um, for my, me and my sisters because we used to have limited time. We could look at TV. You know, it was like you had like a thirty minute block. Do y'all remember that thirty minute Absolutely. block? Absolutely. So then mm-hmm. you had to go read. Um, I enjoyed reading. My sister didn't like reading. She wanted to play with um, figurines or something, but she didn't like <laughs> it. But I, I used to read, and it used to be like my takeaway from just the world. You know what I mean? And um, I used to spend a lot of time with my my grandma, and I would be reading. My grandma would say, "Your finger's gonna be stuck to the book. Why you got so many books?" Why you got so many different books? But it was so relaxing to me. And the reason why I wanted you to come on here, Tracy, is because um, your book to me is so inspirational. Um, when I read it, and everybody has a have their own opinion on what they want to ask you tonight. But mm-hmm. when I read it, I could tell you for myself, um, it was so relatable. It was um, it was healing. Well, that's the biggest thing. It was healing because I think that. Um, Mental health is not really um, the headliner for especially women of color. And when I was reading the book, I kind of took myself almost in a journey where, okay, your childhood, you know what I mean? You became an entrepreneur. And wow, what happened? You know what I mean? What happened where things started to turn? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Where I think as women of color, we take a lot of things on and we put a lot of things on our back. And what mm-hmm. was motivating where you kept saying you kept going to work. You know what I mean? You kept doing your day in and day out. And I'm going to tell you something. If I miss two days of sleep, I'm calling out from work because mm-hmm. I got to sleep. You know, and you went a long period of time without sleeping, but you still was hustling and keep going and keep going. So from everybody on the outside, when, and even myself reading your book, I was like, wow, this is really something that I know that I went through Lots of hours of um, not feeling my best, um, mm-hmm. feeling depressed, taking, you know, seeing a doctor, getting medication because I'm just not feeling my best. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to steal the thunder. I have to, like, let all my all the sister girls on here talk about your book, Tracy, because and, and we just have a couple questions of, um, you know, how your road to creating this uh, magnified, um, delicate book mm-hmm. came into play. So, Keisha. I know you got a lot of questions. This Keisha got questions. <laughs> question, Lady Tracy. Listen, we no were talking problem. about the first thing. Um, well, um, nice to see you and meet you again. And I really enjoyed your book. My thing that kept resonating with me with the book is how did you develop your strong faith? And was it always there as a little girl. I know we, as children, we're introduced to Christ young. You know, we go to Sunday school, we go to church. But to, it seems to me throughout this book that your faith was a little deeper. How how did mm-hmm. that come about? Where did that come from? 
That's a very good question. And that's what I was going to, when uh, Kim was speaking, I was going to allude to the journey and the time of me um, when I first developed what was insomnia, I thought, um, what Mm -hmm. was a stomach ache, what was, you know, disoriented, um, not understand what's going on around me, uh, losing interest in what I became my passion with, you know, being a hairstylist, I lost interest in wanting to go to work, but the will inside of me, and that was the God in me, Mm -hmm. um, that I give a hundred percent credit to my mother. Mm -hmm. My mom passed when I was 21 and she left me with everything I needed Mm -hmm. at 21. I didn't know that at the time, but she instilled my faith. Even when I didn't want to go to church, she's like, oh, you're going to get up. I don't care what time you (laughs) came in Saturday night, you're going to get up and you're going to go to church. Mm -hmm. And she also taught me it wasn't necessarily about going to church, but it was about having a relationship with God. Right. So we would have church at home before we even went to the church building. Mm-hmm. And no matter what my mother did, no matter what she said out her mouth that, you know, you talk to your kids the way you talk to your kids mm-hmm. and, no, she, you know, do as I say, not as I do. Absolutely. You know, don't drink, don't smoke. It's not good for you. Don't get tattoos. Don't do this. Mm -hmm. Don't do that. Even if she did all of that, she was telling me, don't do that. Mm -hmm. And because I love and honored my mom so much. And then Kim, again, Mm -hmm. she, I watched my mom go through life Mm -hmm. as a young woman, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Running a restaurant, operating a restaurant, um, mm-hmm. taking care of people, homeless people, family. Mm-hmm. Um, she, my mom had five children. I was the last of five children. Mm-hmm. Um, watching my mom just be a mom, right? be a friend, be a sister, be an auntie to mm-hmm. everybody. Everybody called my mom, mom in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Watching her, I would say, is where mm-hmm. I learned how to be strong, how I learned to have that strength because mm-hmm. I watched it. I saw it. And then the God part with her um, always acknowledging God, always saying, it's not me. I didn't do that. You better thank God for that food or thank God Mm -hmm. for those clothes. It wasn't me. God gave it to me. So I heard it. It was in my ears. It was in my face. And as I was able to, when I needed it and, you know, it was being developed. And Mm -hmm. then when she passed away and I thought life was over, Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't because it was in me to tap into my faith. Mm-hmm. Um, and, pr- and I'll just say this part. Prior to my mom um, passing, it was the same year mm-hmm. that, um, that I ended up in a mental hospital. So in the beginning of the year, I was in a mental hospital. At the end of the year, my mom passed away. Oh, wow. So again, understanding, not understanding, being in a state of confusion Mm-hmm. I had that innate ability in me to say, God, help me. Like, I don't know what this is. The doctors can't help me, but I need you to help me. And it was just me going inward. And that's why the title of the book, Miracles, Signs, and Wonders, Healing from the Inside Out. Mm-hmm. And then overcoming depression is what he did. But it was the healing from the inside um, out that, that truly helped me. I love that. 
Celeste, you wanted to say something? So I guess I want to, you kind of, you, you hit into it. So you saved my question, but I wanted to make sure that mm-hmm. the viewers who did not get an opportunity to read it could mm-hmm. follow what was going on. And I, wanted okay. to, I was going to ask you to kind of tell them what this book was about, but you tapped into a lot of that just now. So, okay. Yeah, because if they didn't read it, they wouldn't know how, you know. And we want to read it because we don't want to just go on just what we're saying. And we enjoyed it. We want you to read it, you know. um, Absolutely. Because it's an easy read. And I would Mm -hmm. even advise this down. You know what I was thinking, Tracy, too? I'm going to be honest. When I finished reading this and I was just compiling, like, just how I thought this uh, this episode should go, I was Mm -hmm. just saying to myself, I know that uh, we talked about this in um, just our call before. I know that you're going to make a, a part two to this book, um, but yes. <laughs> this book right here is um, should be shared with even like your like young adults coming in, teenagers, because Absolutely. I think that transition in life, um, regardless, and we are just in such peril times is is so it's so exasperated now that you got to catch them young. And one thing that hit me was what you said about your mom. Um, mm-hmm. Times are so different now because. What my mom used to tell me, what your mom used to tell you, that was mm-hmm. the gospel. It, it wasn't Absolutely. no, it wasn't, it was no gray area there. You know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. what you did once you left her house, you know, what I mean, that's a whole different story. But sure. when when you when you went to her 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 bosom, oh, you ain't it's no playing around with that, you know. So uh, I can see that the, the persuasion of your your mom was great on you. It was really mm-hmm. great, and and that is, um, you know, I say this to my kids. Everything I've given you as babies, teenagers, and so ever, I embedded into you. When you get grown and make your own decisions, I can guarantee you, you won't come back to what I showed you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, when I when I read your book and I read the things that you were going through, I feel like you know, as all of us do, we we have our our search for God. You know what I mean? Like. God, where are you at when the times are so difficult? God, can you help me and reach reach out and spare me from going through um, challenging times? You know, God, what what do you need from me to do to be loyal and faithful to you? And I think your book has a lot of these directions because you're so transparent. Like to tell somebody you was in a mental institution, people could take that in all different kinds of ways. I really probably Absolutely. wouldn't care, but I'm just saying people could take it in all different kinds of ways. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. And mm-hmm. instead of getting the 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 the, the, the light, the blessing from it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the deliverance from it, people can take mm-hmm. it in so many different ways. So let me stop rambling. Tamika, what's your question? So my question is, now I know Tracy, so, but I got to know Tracy differently through reading the book. And um, for instance, one of the things that really um, touched me was with your grandma and um, when from the first call to the second call, because as a recovering grudge holder and someone who (laughs) wears their... Recovering grudge holder. Hey, man, I, 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 I like, like how you worded that. Hi, my name is Celeste, and I'm a recovering grudge holder. I'm going to write that down because I like that. I like, me too. I was like, what is a what? A recovering <laughs> grudge holder. Go ahead. Program. I'm only on two. I'm, I'm only on two for the fifth time. <laughs> I love it. I for like that one. Fifth time, it was the So. Couple that with someone who wears their, you know, feelers on their sleeves and 
who takes the big step to reach out to, you know, just as a friend would be hard, but to your, you know, biological paternal grandmother, where you're, you know, still trying to get to know, you know, that half of who you are. And, you know, she possibly may hold a key and she was just like, yeah, nah, I'm not really interested. You know, I'd have been like, okay, me either. Right. And so, but that would have been the hurt talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. when you were like, but you know, I prayed and then to be able to call back, it was like, I and know. then how the relationship blossomed as a result. Mm-hmm. And so I started I thinking, because I know for a fact, there are some people um, that I'm no longer connected to that it probably should have been another conversation. So <laughs> I was like, I'm not doing that. So <laughs> going back, to, so if y'all listening, call yes. me, you know. I was wrong. You were too, but anyway. So um, <laughs> and going to like miracle signs and wonders, So how could somebody like myself, like tap into um, who don't believe in miracles, so they don't know how to look for the sign, so they can't um, enjoy something so wondrous as this opportunity to get to know and love your grandmother the way you did because of the sign you saw, the miracle you saw to kind of go back after being shut down. That's a good one. That thank you, me. Thank you for that. Um, so for those that have not read the book, you'll read the book about how I didn't know my grandmother, my Jewish grandmother. Um, I did not grow up with her, and God allowed me to move into my very first apartment. And my grandmother also lived, and my estranged grandmother also lived in that same apartment. So when you talk about miracles signs and then wonders so miracles is the name that god gave me for the hair salon Mm -hmm. signs is what he has shown me throughout my life even from a kid Mm -hmm. you know how the older people say she been here before that kid been here before my mother would say that about me all the time you've been here before because i would just pay attention then she would also tell me that mouth going to get you in trouble because <laughs> if I heard it or if I saw it, I asked a question about it. Yeah. And I wasn't always able to get the answers to my questions, but that's the signs. Mm-hmm. And then the wonders are where, like God literally had them happen. Like they literally happen before my face just fell in my lap. Who moves into an apartment complex with their grandmother that they were estranged from their whole life. Mm-hmm. Who does that? Like you can't plan that. Nope. So opening Miracles Hair Salon at the age of 20 with beauty school, you know, education. I got, I received business and academic classes at Hallahan, but I didn't go to college to get a business degree. Mm-hmm. I had $3,000. I didn't have the money that the product company said I needed to open a business. So when it actually happened, that was a miracle. Mm-hmm. That at the age of 20, I didn't, I, I didn't tell my mom until I actually got the keys because wow. I wanted her to be so proud of me and see that she had instilled something in me. And then I, you know, I was so grateful to God that I was able to open the salon before, you know, she passed. Um, 
But to tap in to tap into um, what you were saying, how do you do that? How do you start having a relationship with a person that didn't approve of you because you were black? Because in Jewish culture, you only dealt with Jewish culture. You only married within the culture, as in a lot of cultures. Right. However, my mom, again, showed me you love everybody. It doesn't matter what religion, race, color, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So when that happened and I actually was able to meet my grandmother, I loved her without her even knowing who I was. Wow. When she described herself to me and I described myself to her, I knew that I was a part of her. Mm-hmm. So it was easy for me. And maybe Meek, we could talk offline, but just in general, <laughs> for everybody else, just like love is an action word, it is. So is forgiveness. Is. Mm-hmm. You just do it. And then you walk into it. And, I, and I'm not making light of it that. Because many things have happened to all of us mm-hmm. and it is some things that are deep rooted and it is hard to just forget about it, move on. You know, it's already distorted some things, you know, the way you think, the way you behave, just depending mm-hmm. on what that thing is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's going even deeper. That's going into, I would have to put on my counseling hat and or my coaching hat. So like I said, uh-huh. if you call me later offline, we could <laughs> go deeper, so but- I- for, I always imagine it as differently. You're giving me different words to use, which I appreciate. Because yes. mm-hmm. I would have never thought miracle or, but, you know, I've come from the same background as you, right? So I was mm-hmm. just like, that's how it is. That's what mm-hmm. you right. do. Mm-hmm. So I think to answer your question, some of it is getting out of your own way because Absolutely. it's something in you that's right, that's, that's going to work things out. But when you stand mm-hmm. in the way, you don't even allow it to work it out. Cause you say, right. you know, you should have probably had another conversation, mm-hmm. but you in your own way. So you ain't right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But don't you think that's most of the problem anytime? Exactly. But mm-hmm. think of it as a miracle is a blessing because I would think mm-hmm. of it as girl, you know, better. You were supposed to be trying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what you feel that's the God in you you know you gotta try <laughs> like when you call customer service and they so terrible you know what I mean you just be like okay um, yeah. I really need to do better because be I don't know tongue. the person mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and it's that person could be having the worst day ever mm-hmm. that person mm-hmm. could be thinking about giving up exactly. that person could have been molested you know, great. Oh, that yes. person could oh, have been, yeah. and we we don't do that. Getting and out we, your own way. Absolutely, we tend to put what we're hurting from on them Ooh. instead of saying, you know what, they probably having a bad day today. So mm-hmm. what I'm gonna do is show kindness. I'm gonna show you. Know, I'm gonna let my light shine. Mm-hmm. You know, we sing it, we quote it. You know, but we don't do it. Just- like forgiveness. Oh, I forgave you, but I ain't forget. Okay. Well, everything that you ever did or remembered, learned in your life is in the back of your brain. Everything is so you're not going to forget. You know, it's not personal. It's not always personal. I like how. Excellent. I like how. I know because I'm I'm you. You know, we're all you right. yes. at different Lisa, stages. That is, that's right. And that's right. I, I can I can identify with Tracy because I do try again. I get my attitude, mm-hmm. but then I mm-hmm. go, the God in me, my mama's stuff go, mm-hmm. I go better. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And then I get real cocky with it. I might do some things like, girl, please, I'm bigger than this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the one got like issue, how, not me. Yeah. How your, mm-hmm. how your pastor or your, um, I think it was your pastor in the book, uh-huh. he said for you to just pray about it and forget it. When at first she didn't want to receive you and then I'm like, that. just forget you. How am I going to forget you. that? And then it yeah. just, you let it That's go and then were. it came about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think I a lot of people are gonna learn a lot of things from forget. this episode. Let it, let it go. <laughs> I, do, I, I do have a let it go. Um, yeah, forgiveness is key. Yeah, I, I'm just telling you, it's 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 everything, and it's it's for your own self because you just can't. I, I do say this. I do have a brother-in-law. I don't care. I I, I have you know talked to God about it. And I, I just can't do him. You know what I mean? Some people, you know, he he just, you know, some people just, you know, I'm a, a fraternal grudger, grudger, whatever that is. Recovering. <laughs> <laughs> a recovering grudge. I'm a, right, a fraternal grudger. Because I'm going to tell you, like, when it comes down to him, he some some stuff I just, you know, I can't, I just be like, I better step over here. Because either the law won't get involved or anything's going to go right. Because it's just too much for me. But, um. Another thing where in chapter 10, chapter 10, always, it, it was big. It's for to find out who you were, who I am. You know what I mean? That self-discovering um, chapter. And the reason why mm-hmm. I want you to just to tell us a little bit about the self-discovering chapter, because Tracy, when the people look at you, they look at you and just like I look at you, she's so pretty. She, she's so intelligent. She got everything going. How could this even be where you 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 have to find out who you are? You know what I mean? How could this possibly be? Because looking from the inside, I mean the outside in, you know, it's like, how could she even have gone through this this challenge in her life? You know what I mean? She looks like mm-hmm. she has never had one day of of heartache or had one day of, of affliction, which we know that is not true because you know, my grandma used to have this saying, and it used to make me think really hard. What is my grandma really talking about? But she used to always say, um, God ain't going to be no different to you than to the next person. And mm-hmm. I used to say, no respect their person. Be, no respect yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember, I, I was hear her say that. And I'd be like, well, I know a couple cousins them, and things ain't going to. I don't want God to be treating me like that, that, those people over there. But it was a metaphor. You know what I mean? That basically God mm-hmm. is you know, um, all knowing and all healing. So not to go on that self-discovery mm-hmm. chapter. Can you just enlighten us a little bit on that? Absolutely. So when you almost lose your mind mm-hmm. and you you get it back when you when you realize it was it was just um it was just lost for a second, but it wasn't gone, it wasn't mm-hmm. totally gone. Mm-hmm. So going through or let me back up before that. Mm-hmm. Growing up, not my mother never really discussed. I'm black and your dad's white. That okay. was not a discussion in the house. Okay. That was a discussion at school. Okay. That was a discussion on the bus. Yeah. Oh, you white? Oh, you think you cute? Oh, you you know? No, I didn't. I didn't think any of that. But that you know, that's what we bullying didn't just start. Right, mm-hmm. bullying has been going on. You know. Mm-hmm. And um, not understanding racially, you know, who I was, not understanding that I was mixed because I was called the mutt. 
you know, um, my last name is Calhoun. So they would call me Calhoun. Like I was a cow. I mean, just, you know, the teasing from kids, the bullying. And, and I would have to say my brother also, um, they would call him white boy Troy, you know, and we were just trying to just be regular and fit in North Philly. But um, the bullying. They shouldn't call him white boy Troy. They should have called him fine ass Troy. That's what they <laughs> How about that one? He would love to hear that. (laughs) Um, So I would just say it started from childhood. Not that I didn't receive love and, and, you know, my mom didn't say, oh, you're beautiful. As a matter of fact, she wouldn't even go there with the, you're beautiful thing. She would say, um, look at your lips. You need to put some Vaseline on them. You know, your lips are chapped or go wash your face. You look like you still sleep or she would give it to you hardcore. Oh, you think you cute? It's somebody cuter than you. So my mom would give it to me so that when I was out in the street, I wouldn't allow people to say whatever they wanted to say to me. Absolutely. And I would be able to fight back. But it took me a little while to understand that I have a voice. Like I can mm-hmm. fight back, not physically fight, but I can speak back. So I would like take it inwardly and take it, you know, personal. Mm-hmm. But going moving forward, um, my mom would always reassure me, you know, um, they going they talked about Jesus, they're gonna talk about you. Mm-hmm. So um don't worry about it. And um uh, it took a long time to figure that out because I was different. I looked different. I didn't look like my siblings, only Troy, Troy and I look alike, but my mm-hmm. other siblings, um, we don't look alike. So I'm just trying to figure out like, who am I? Like, what? why do I look like this, you know? And then in my 20s um, and all throughout my teens, just questioning, mm-hmm. um, looking in the mirror and other people saying to me, you're beautiful, you're pretty. And I'm like, well, what are they looking at? Mm-hmm. Like, I can't even get a straight part of my hair. You know, I was picking out all of my flaws Mm -hmm. and other people were seeing what they thought. So, and I I just want to say this to Kim about, um, and I I keep saying Kim, just addressing her, but to to the ladies and to the Mm -hmm. audience, um, understanding who you are, I think for all of us, we have to go through, like you can't know who you are as at 10, you can't know who you are at 15. You can't, you know, you're developing and you're learning, you know, who you are. And even 18, you know, 19 years old, even by 20, I still didn't know who I was. I figured out somehow what I wanted to do, but not actually who I was, but going to um, a state of falling into a state of depression and finding out that that was hereditary wow. on my father's side. So that was no fault of my own. Right. It was a chemical imbalance in my body that was causing me to question everything and not be satisfied and not even accept a compliment. So that wow. mental illness, that um, chemical imbalance, and then going to the hospital, and they, they call it depression. And I'm thinking, how could this be depression? I, I don't have anything to be depressed about. So it wasn't, it wasn't, um, you know, a bad day. It wasn't, I broke up with a boyfriend. It wasn't something happened that caused me to go into a depression. It was a chemical imbalance in my body. 
And so once that was identified, Mm -hmm. that was the journey to learn who am I? So going back to my roots and finding out that my father was Jewish, that he grew up in Jewish household, Jewish culture. They did not accept African-Americans to marry or have children with. Once I start understanding that, I understood better of who I was. My parents loved each other and and they had some babies. They had some mixed babies. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't my dad's fault. It wasn't my mom's fault. And Tamika, it wasn't my grandma's fault. That was a God thing, honey. That was a miracle. Right, Celeste? That was a miracle. I like that. I like that. That was a miracle that God brought that together. So that's where my journey began of getting to know who I was. So all that was instilled in me, the God in me, you know, all those things that was instilled in me. That's really when the journey began of who am I? What am I here for? What's my purpose? What's, What's God's plan for my life? That's incredible. Tamika? Yeah. I, yeah, I wanted to just interject and say, um, loved everything you said and just add, because it's important to know who you are, mm-hmm. but and also just to add, but you got to also believe it. Mm-hmm. You know, like remember the saying, act like you know, mm-hmm. you know, and so you didn't just, once you knew who you were, you started to believe it. Um, and I think that belief also can release the um, miracle signs and wonders when you mm-hmm. start believing Definitely. that helps you kind of believe, and accepting. You no, know. right. Except, yeah. Also mm-hmm. accepting that you no can't change. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask to be here. That was their choice right. to get together and right. get me right. here. And I heard they had a good time with it. So <laughs> like rejoice in that. <laughs> they were in love. And it wasn't based on race, you know, color, creed. It wasn't based religion. Love. All of, it was just love. Just all of those barriers were cut down and they both were rebels. So they didn't care what anybody thought. That's Mm -hmm. right. So accepting, accepting what you can't change, which you can't change anybody but yourself, of course. And then we, we're not even good at changing ourselves. We need God's help to do that. Absolutely. Even though he gives, he gives us free will, right? He gives us free will. But we still, I always say, why did you give us free will? We don't even know what to do with that. I know. We still need this help. Maybe we should have been semi free will. This a little bit. Don't give you a whole right. lot. <laughs> a whole lot. So I think yeah. that we um, really touched on, I think we touched on the book um, in different aspects because it would not be fair if we did not just say, hey, to everybody out there, y'all need to purchase this book. You know, um, I will say it again. It was very inspirational, motivating. Um, and it's like a direction for people who may feel lost, may feel like they don't have um, hope. You know what I mean? Hope is huge. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Hope gets you to the next level. You know what I mean? Because if you don't believe, you don't have, you don't accept, you don't have no hope, all of that is just BS. You're just going to be swaddling in the same thing. But mm-hmm. I think the book um, definitely gives this personal relationship that is relatable. Now, when I think about book two, I think a book two could be a book for children, a children's book. Like I am so hyped on my sister girls <laughs> making children books because guess what? It starts down here. You know what I mean? It does. Children in these days and time, Tracy, I mean, just keeping it back in your mind because you know, y'all are mm-hmm. writing, doing all this. Stuff. Children today, are struggling 
You know what I mean? Yeah. They're struggling. They're, they're not like a, you know, like we work. Uh, you know, if we struggle, you know, we we had to put on the tough armor, right? When I see mm-hmm. children mm-hmm. ten committing suicide and things Jesus. like that, you yes. know, I think about a oh, children book that told this journey in hint to you, Tracy. That tells this yes. journey I where a child it. could relate mm-hmm. to it because guess what? They can read this and and it may have helped them to be able to relate to their classmate. You know what? You was bullied. Look how pretty you are. You know, it's just not, okay, well, when I was bullied, I was bullied because I had braces on my teeth. Now everybody wear mm-hmm. braces in the school. You know what I mean? Right. It's back a fashion day, statement. Yeah, back in the day. <laughs> Don't turn the radio on near her because it's going to mess up the interception. And all like, you know, these things. Right. Now, you know, the social media, mm-hmm. everybody is coming at people and all that. Yes. So um, yes. that's just my little two cents and everybody Mm -hmm. go around and just give your final thoughts to Tracy because again we appreciate you girl my brain is going so many different directions like I don't know whether you you never seen me before so you don't really know I'm Mm -hmm. not quiet at all that's not me (laughs) my brain and my pen has been going since um you've been talking and Kim I don't know whether you remember it this is like the third or fourth topic that we've had that we said we need to niche it down for the young folks yeah to avoid yeah. them from getting to the places that we had to go and travel yeah yes um yes. Uh, some of it is not a lot of it is, is you know we didn't question the, the God conversations and mm-hmm. the going to church and they're fighting it and they're not getting grounded yes. like we've been grounded. Sure. Like we, like you said, we fall a little short, but we knew mm-hmm. we had a, something grounding us to, you know, to go back Tangible. to. Mm-hmm. So my mind is all over the place, but a book would be great for some young folks. But just listening to your story tells me we got a lot of work to do because the signs that you saw, we have those signs every day and nobody has Nobody yeah. pays attention. No. I'm not sleeping. Okay. Figure it out. Take a nap somewhere else. Oh, my stomach's <laughs> hurting. Take these pills. Hide the pain. Like we for real do this all day, every day. We got to mm-hmm. get better. Um, yeah, and we need to work better. on something uh, collectively, ladies. We need to start reaching yeah. back and, yeah. and helping people. Have a summit like or something Absolutely. to get people in. Because she, not let alone, because we didn't even touch on this yet. She's a mentor. You know what I mean? Tracy mentors mm-hmm. people. So um, I think that, you know, maybe we'll just have a discussion offline about that and, you know, start to make building blocks because, you know, we have to be the fastest of change because um, there's so many things that are happening where children are being lost. Um, I'm not even going to talk about violence, but just being lost um, to not what what is waiting for them. And I say not what is waiting for them. Because we were younger, even if our parents were strict, God, God was all over us. You know what I mean? Because our parents was mm-hmm. praying all over us, you know. And mm-hmm. um, I can even tell you, I got, like, young adults. And I have to, like, tap gently around them. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they feel like their beliefs is their beliefs, you know. long as you know that God is number one. I don't want to hear all the other food food Mm. stuff going on. You can just, as long as God is number one, but you got to be gentle with it because you know, they're not like us. They, they they kick back. Yeah, they kick back real quick. Mm -hmm. So, um, Tamika, your final thoughts. Yes. Well, first I just want to say congratulations, Tracy. Um, and thank you for just sharing your heart and your story and opening up. Um, and I just want to end by saying as a, um, 
fellow woman of God who has uh, overcome and continues to battle through hard times and depression, um, who also believes I'm next in line for a miracle. You better um, believe it. <laughs> it was, I'm right there, honey. And so um, I appreciate reading all the miracle signs and wonders because it encouraged me um, that it's not hocus pocus. It's not just something people say that it is a real event. And so to read real events from a real person, um, it it has encouraged me. So thank you so much for sharing that. Keisha? My takeaway from this book is not only your self-discovery, but your closeness and your discovery with God and your agape love that you have developed through this book. So that was my major takeaway as I was reading this book. And I think it is a wonderful read and I'm looking forward to the next edition. The next edition. We done made her write a second book and she ain't even thinking about second book. It's already, it's already in the works. So it's confirmation. It's a sign. Okay. That's a sign. That I'm right on track. Yes, it's a sign. So in closing, Tracy, what we would Mm -hmm. like you to do is tell um, everyone out here listening, where can they, one, buy your book, and two, say um, they just want to send a message to you. You know what I mean? Um, Get encouraged. You know what I mean? Because I know you do that. Where can they reach Mm -hmm, you? Absolutely. So you can find the book on my website, which is Miracles Sign Wonders. Mm-hmm. So the S is not on signs. It's miraclessignwonders.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also reach me miraclessignwonders at gmail.com okay. if you want to send me an email. Mm-hmm. Um, the book can be found on Amazon, Miracle Signs and Wonders, or you could Google my name, Tracy Lynn Calhoun. And every time I do that, every now and then I just Google my name just to see what comes <laughs> up. And I'm in awe of God. That, that I'm on Amazon. Mm. Now, y'all have to help me become an Amazon bestseller, though. Okay. And the way that, the way that we do that is um, it depends on how many sales you get in a certain period of time. Okay. So I don't know if it's 24 hours or 48 hours. So even if you would be so kind to buy the, um, not the audio, what's the other one called? The Kindle Kindle, version. mm -hmm. The Kindle. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, if you want to get the Kindle, if you want to get the hardback or softback, you can. But I think the Kindle version is like $10. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if you tell your friends about it and leave a review, that may help me to become a bestseller. Definitely. Um, Or if you want to get the book in person, you can come to Miracles Hair Care Salon at 2743 North 47th Street. Um, that's in Philadelphia, and the telephone number is 215-877-5540. And just to let you know, God is in the miracle business. Amen. It is a miracle that I am here on this podcast with these beautiful young women <laughs> today in my right mind. In my right mind is a miracle. So if you're struggling, if you're struggling with anything, 
tap within, tap into God. Yes, yes, there are many resources, doctors, therapists, coaches, counselors that can help you, but they should give you a sign of something that God already spoke to you. Ooh, yeah, so if you spend one. time with God, he will heal you. He will deliver you. And well, he is yeah. no respecter of persons. What he did yeah. for me, he could do for you. Thank Amen. you. Love it. <laughs> so in closing, again, I'm going to thank you for coming on here, being very transparent, Tracy. Um, I think this was a really good episode. Um, and I can't wait to get the feedback from it. And I thank all my co-hosts, Tamika, Celeste, Keisha, and you a co-host today too, Tracy. So right. I want to thank everybody for joining <laughs> us on the porch. Join us every Wednesday when we drop a new episode. This is season four. We're excited to be here. You can always check us out on our social media page, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So I'm your girl, Kimmy, and joining me tonight is Celeste, Isha, Tamika, and Tracy. Oh, we got it on point. So everybody have a wonderful week on purpose, purpose and we'll see you next week.